Hello, and welcome to Single Parent in the City with your host, Charlene. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode six of Single Parent in the City. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I am so excited with the things that are going on with single parent in the city. Um, and yeah, it just feels so good, guys. I wish you could feel how juicy and nice this feels. It is just so amazing. Um, so I wanted to tell you that we are starting a new series, or I'm starting a new series on IGTV called Single Parent Talks, where we talk about things that are happening on the podcast. So we'll go deeper and talk a little bit more about whatever content is here, but also talking about content that, or not content, but having conversation about things that are going on with single parents that I don't talk about on the podcast. Like this week, I started talking about uh, co-parenting during the holidays. Co-parenting during the holidays can be very, very interesting with the way that the holidays are marketed, with the way that co-parenting actually happens where one parent may miss a certain holiday. Um, if you're like me, you're going to miss a birthday and a holiday <laughs> because that's just how it uh, falls for us in our co-parenting plan. Um, so it is so, it can be so sad or it can be just a mixed bag of emotions and you really need a community around you to help you get through that. So I created single parent talks so that if you are so inclined, you can watch it and I guess actually see an actual face and body that is going through it. I'll also have guests on my show, so I'll get psychologists and other people, um, my spiritual mentor and other people to help us actually talk through this. I'm actually looking for a lawyer that can help us um, talk about law, but really and truly, I live in Georgia, so everything won't um, won't go over into other states, but you know, at least you'll have a little bit of knowledge. So I'm really excited about this and look forward to having more episodes in the series. So make sure you watch, of course, and that's on IGTV at Single Parent in the City. And of course, you can follow us on IG and um, Facebook at Single Parent in the City. And you can listen to this wonderful podcast on both Spotify and iTunes. So I look forward to catching up with you, hopefully. Make sure that you're sharing this um, information with people that you think might find it useful. Um, That helps me, that helps them. Um, And I shouldn't say me first because I matter least. Um, It helps them to get some information that they may need. And sometimes you may not have the best words, but you may have heard someone who had the best words um, that would be able to help them. So make sure that you're sharing this podcast if you find it useful. Also, um, I don't have anything else. That was it. So let's move into today's show. So for today, I wanted to talk about a question that I get asked a lot, which is, what do I do when my co-parent is not interested in communicating? Um, And I get this question a lot. And usually they ask it in a very roundabout way. They always say, well, what do I do when my co-parent decides that they don't want to co-parent? Which then in my mind always is like, oh, so they decide that they don't want to help you raise a child. But it really isn't that. It's that they don't have effective communication to raise a child. 
um, or children, which can be a pain in the buns. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there are ways that you can really make this work to your benefit. Because if you remember, or if you think about it, co-parenting are really like two people who had a baby. Co-parenting really is, excuse me, two, pa- two people who had a baby and or babies and they decided that they no longer wanted to be together but they wanted to raise the children together right that's co-parenting essentially um and the thing about co-parenting especially in this situation because there are other forms of co-parenting but we're not going to hit those let's just talk about relationship wise you were in a relationship with whoever um and so the interesting part about it is because you guys broke up or maybe you separated or what you broke up the relationship, it is not going to be easy like you, like some people think it should be. And I can really raise my hand and say that I thought it was going to be easy. Like we were going to break up. He was going to be on his best behavior and we were going to keep it moving. No, it doesn't happen like that. Someone is truly hurt because of the separation and they have to heal their insides to make sure to be able to even come to you um, in any manner of correctness. And usually one person is more hurt than the other. So you will experience the pain body of the other person. So like, for instance, if you, if your partner or your co-parent is shown, is not wanting to talk to you, it's probably because they're still in pain about something that has to deal with you. So since that's the case, of course, they're not going to want to talk to you. And so you have to figure out how can you effectively communicate with this parent that doesn't want to speak to you. And to be honest, it is your responsibility because you have control over your life. So if you want to know what he or she needs in order so that you can have peace, you're going to have to be the one to take control. If you decide that you're going to sit back and wait for that person to take control, you guys are both going to be sitting there looking at each other and the disagreements and the communicate the lack of communication is going to continue right so there's always someone that has to be the bigger person so just get ready for that so so I have like a list of like five to six things that I have thought about that I think really work in this type of situation and that I've actually done myself so number one is I have taken control over my life so I realized that If I allow other people to control my life, they will, and they will control it the way they see it fit. So I have to be proactive about how I want things to be done. So what I ended up doing is I ended up saying to myself, well, how do I choose to handle this? Do I want a middleman? Do I want us to find a mode of communication that has to do with email, texting? Um, What is it that I need? And once I realized, like, i created a plan of how I wanted to tackle the lack of communication, I was able to move forward. And actually, it helped relieve some of my anger towards him um, for acting, because I felt like, oh, you're acting like a child, you know, which was further um, adding, um, adding not adding a gas to the fire, you know, and so you don't want to do that. Ultimately, you guys are not together, you just have children or a kid together and you really just want to do what's best for the kids so never ever forget that um the second thing I did was I we we were getting we we were getting divorced so we had to have a parenting plan 
in place. And guys, when I tell you the parenting plan is the best thing that I think has ever, ever existed, um, it really, really is. You Going to a lawyer to get a legal parenting plan is... It just makes the most sense because you guys cannot talk, right? You guys are not going to be able to get on the phone and talk to one another. An email, probably if you're having that much, that that type of problem where you guys can't even communicate, it's, email probably right now is not the easiest, especially when it's a rough conversation. Your parenting plan handles all the rough conversations. Um, it tells who is the primary, who is the secondary. It just lays everything out so easily for you to understand. You have to have a legal parenting plan. If you don't, then the co-parent that is being difficult or anyone, whoever is in their pain body can use the child to manipulate you. And you don't want that. I remember watching this week, actually watching this IGTV video where this guy went to go pick up his daughter the girlfriend or whoever she was wanted to see in his car and he did not want her near his car. He was like, no, I just want my child and I want to go. And they went back and forth for what was like 10 minutes. And I'm ashamed to say that I watched most of it, um, watching them go back and forth. He opened the car door and said, look, I have a car seat. You do not have to do all of this. Give me my baby. And she still would not give it to him. And I was like, see, if he had a legal parenting plan, he could have called the police by now and had all of this done. Like, if you do not have something legal in place, I guarantee you there will be manipulation that ha- that follows that. Don't let that happen to you. Um, the third thing you need to do once you get that done is, like I said before, choose How do you want to handle this? Is it through the middleman, like a mom or a grandmother or whatever, a brother or a sister? Or do you want to do email? Do you want to do text? You know that talking to this person face-to-face or on the phone does not work, so you can take that off of the board, and you need to look at what's the next best thing. I personally don't believe in middlemen because usually middlemen have a bias to one side. Um, And if things get complicated, they will either step away from it or they will take the side, take one side and make it worse. So I personally believe that you have, you know, the right people in place. You have a lawyer that you can always go back to and you use email or text to um, communicate since right now communication is really low. Also, I believe that you shouldn't even use text because text is very interesting in the fact that you can lose your phone. So you can essentially you lose the chain. Um, text can be deleted. There's like so many things that can be manipulated through text to me. Um, and I don't really, I don't like text for some reason, especially like I use my phone for work. So text is like the worst way that you can talk to me. So that's probably why I feel that way. If you think that text works, let me know in the comments Um because I really want to know, but I don't like text. I like email the best. And email is actually the way that my co-parent and I do this co-parenting thing. And we've been doing it like that for two years. And it has literally stopped us from having outbursts that are crazy. You know, like it is literally like you go to your email, I come to my email and we're good. Also, the thing I like about email is 
I don't automatically give a response with email. I actually can stop and take my time and really think about it. Um, I think that text kind of gives you like a knee jerk response because it's kind of like being on the phone. You want to answer that person back right away. But in email, you can actually like see the email, close it and walk off. Um, and so that's why I prefer email more than anything else. Um, but let me know what your favorite way of conversation is um, if you're in this situation. The next thing I say is that you need to, need to, need to, need to love yourself enough to be cool with how it is. Like if they don't want to talk to you, so be it. Accept that him or her doesn't, that he or she does not want to talk to you and keep it moving. They have formed a perception that says that you are not worth talking to, which you know is not true. And you shouldn't even take it personally. That's their issue that they're dealing with. You have to love yourself enough to know that you are doing your best. And I think you should also put your best foot forward because the people or the person that matters the most is your child. Nobody else. So if that person doesn't want to talk to you, so what? And I know that's bad and I need to correct me if I'm wrong. But in my opinion, if the person doesn't want to talk to you, that's fine. When they're ready to talk or they need to talk to you, they will. So don't let that bother you. Protect yourself at all costs. Remember, just like how they're going through a trauma and they're showing up in their pain body, you also have traumas from this relationship and you have to pull yourself together to show up, right? And you're doing that. So don't let your hard work of trying to better yourself and show up as a parent who is willing to work with the other parent be... Um, Allow it to be taken away from you because you are upset by the way this person is coming at you. No, you don't have to deal with that. You just pick the mode of uh, communication that you're going to use and you use that mode. And if there is a misunderstanding that can't get figured out, then you bring in the proper authorities. Uh, I mean, I think that having a lawyer, a divorce lawyer, or a separation lawyer to help you navigate this is important, um, especially if you don't have a legal plan, which a legal parenting plan, which I believe that you should get, as I said, 50 million times. So if I can sum it back up and go back and just recap for you, Number one, you have to understand that you have control over your life and you have to know how you choose to handle this situation of, the, of there being no communication. Then you need to have a legal parenting plan in place. If you cannot get a legal parenting plan in place or you do not want to get a legal parenting plan in place, then you need to set up a way to communicate your needs, whether it be through email, text, or um, a middleman, which I strongly suggest against, but whatever mode you feel works best and you both are in agreement to it. And then you need to also know to love yourself enough to be cool with how it is right now. Understand that seasons change, sis, or brother, like seasons will change. And if you guys both show up in love, then ultimately your relationship would, will change. But right now it's not there yet. So you just accept the perception that he or she has of you and love yourself en enough to know that you're doing what you need to do for your child and show up doing what you need to do for your child. And that's it. Um, yeah. So I hope that this was helpful for you. 
Um, I would really like to know your thoughts. So leave me a comment and tell me what you think. What did you think about this? Do you have any other um, ideas that you or recommendations that you think should be done in a situation like this? So I look forward to talking to you next week and I hope you have a great day and or evening if you're listening to this or night if you're listening to this at night. And um, until next time, talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 